0: Good morning and welcome to In Focus. My name is Susan Bradby and I'm the Deputy Principal Teaching and Learning here at the Hamilton Alexander College and I'm joined by Kristen Maldron. Good morning. Good morning, Susan. We thought we'd uh, touch base with you today and just kind of reflect on some of the um, highlights of the first eight weeks of the term. It's been busy, term one is always busy, but I've been really excited by the high expectations that the students and the staff have led with. And really, the focus for us has been learning how to learn. This has been particularly important, I guess, coming off the back of COVID and lots of uh, lockdowns in 2020 and our own little mini five day lockdown, even this term.
1: I guess for me, the main highlight has been just seeing the kids all back yeah. together and, and the staff. Just the, the first assembly and hearing live singing again was really spe- uh, special. The, watching the kids back playing their sport, you know, the choir, we've got our drama productions back working. We we took a lot for granted before COVID. There's been a really seamless transition of our year seven and and new students into the college and it's a special group of young people who are already making an impact. We had a really successful year 11 and year 12 retreat, one at Bridgewater and one at Princeton. That was a chance for our senior students again to reconnect with their friends, to set goals and to plan the year. Susan, you've seen it as well. We've got some great new staff in Mrs Mm -hmm. Churchill with careers and Mr Wan with mathematics and um and again they've um they've settled very well. Mm. And I guess with my PE P hat on, my sport hat, you know, the success of the Glenelg swimming and athletics and not just the success with um, results but um, you know the sportsmanship and and the ship that was shown. So lots of highlights so far in the first eight weeks. Mm. Absolutely we really hit the ground running and I'm, as parents you would probably be feeling that busyness
0: too as you're taxing your child to and from school and all the different co-curricular um, events and experiences that are on offer at the moment.
1: So you've um, introduced um, three new levels uh, within the teaching and learning um, mm. this year. How, how have um, they gone and what have been the main developments in teaching and learning in Term 1? Kristen, really excited that our, our
0: new curriculum has, has been launched and it's in in, in, um, in action this, this term. So engage at Year 7, explore at Year 8 and 9 and emerge for Years 10, 11 and 12. I think one of the, 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 the big... T- um, takeaways, I guess, so far, is that just giving uh, students more choice and ownership over what they're doing has made a real difference. So we're particularly seeing that in, um, the, I guess, the language that the, tu- the students are choosing to take up in Year 7, in the Explore Elective Pathways the students are doing in Years 8 and 9. And in Year 10, in Emerge, we've got a number of students starting the Unit 1 and 2 subjects. We've got students working with external providers like RIST and the Hamilton District Skills center um, and through in, uh, that Emerge program, uh, under the guidance of um, Head of Senior Years, Helen Ryer, students are just um, developing their leadership, thinking about their career. There's just lots of things going on and it's I think that variety is very exciting. One of the, um, the highlights for me though, I think at Year 8 and 9, we've got a, a small group of students doing an independent research project. Students who are investigating aerodynamics and drones, others looking at um, elite sports uh, women and um, how you access that as a country student, um, other, other students looking at the impacts of social media on mental health. So a real range of topics and areas of interest and we're giving our students the opportunity to explore those which I think is really exciting. What about wellbeing? Kristen what's happening in your space?
1: Well within our um, staff we, um, we're looking at introducing growth coaching to our wellbeing team and it's just a, a different um, method of communicating. Um, helping um, upskill our mentors that will then in turn be able to have some um, conversations with our students in terms of goal mm. setting and, and helping kids reach their potential. Um, I, one of the bonuses to come from COVID is I guess the number of un- online resources and options for students to seek mental health support and um Kate Couchman puts a lot of that information out through the newsletter, and I'll, um, you know, just reinforce to parents if you can to to do read that newsletter each week. There's um, information from the principal around teaching, learning, and well-being around our boarding house, and often often some great information there. We upskilled last week another eleven staff in mental health first aid training, and we're hoping to train all our year eights and tens. So we have now on site 15 staff that are, do have a mental health first aid training they're able to recognize I guess signs early um, pick up students that may be struggling and, and help them connect with the right, right the right resources and our year eights and tens will um, will do the the youth mental health first aid training again mm. just being able to support their peers if they think they're um, they're struggling not really well-being but I guess um, a highlight for many of our year 10 11 and 12 students coming up on the 15th of May will be the dinner dance and um, that's really exciting, that's in the early process of being organised. I've been um, organising the dinner dance for 20 years and I've just (laughs) found out there's a hierarchy of the dress dress lengths for year 10s, 11s and 12s but no doubt the mums out there might know a bit more about what I'm talking about there. Um, Susan stressed at the start around high expectations for academic studies and um, I'd like to thank the parents for their support around reinforcing the high expectations around um, hair, uniform and jewellery. Mm. Um, we we take pride in our uniform, we take pride in our school and we need to work together to ensure um, all our student body are supporting the values of the college. Mm. So, um, yeah, I guess they're there in, in seven weeks. It's been a, a busy um, time in wellbeing. Mm. You've got a, a major part of your role popping up shortly and that's um, the report process and our staff have been working really hard the last... Um, two three weeks to generate those learning advice. Um, as a mum and, um, and as your, as a Deputy Principal, what would you suggest to parents around reading those reports with, with, their, with your child and, um, and what information should you be looking for? Great question, Kristen. Um,
0: look, uh, the reports are really important um, for both the student, I think, and, and for you as parents too, just to check in to see what progress has made. It's all about progress. Um, so those reports will be released to parents via PAM on Thursday the 25th of March. Um, you can download that and read it online or print it out um, at, at, at home. And we would really encourage you to work through that with your son or daughter and just have conversations around um, you know, noticing any trends and patterns in the learning advice comments made by subject teachers celebrating the wins, the highlights, the achievements um, and there may be some uh, some significant differences from 2020 moving into 2021. Um, be kind, be patient too. Obviously the transition to Year 7 there's a higher expectation for homework and engagement and just organisation. So at Year 7 you know they're learning how to learn and setting up those good routines and we want to see that reflected in the comments made. Um, Often reports are a place too that will just highlight areas of concern and they might be something that you highlight and um, take up with your the child's mentor or even the subject teacher at the student parent teacher interviews at a follow on in week 10. So I would encourage you to as, as a flow on effect from reading the reports to actually um, make it time to, to meet with the subject teachers um, to discuss um, further in more detail um,
1: what's been going on in terms of the learning. And the other big area for you in terms of organisation, particularly for our seven and nines, is the NAPLAN testing. Absolutely. So
0: um, you would be familiar uh, with NAPLAN. It's been going on for many years and being uh, a hotspot in the media, uh, even at the moment. There was no NAPLAN in 2020, but in 2021 uh, it will happen in May in Term 2. But we do uh, uh, practice that. So next week on the 25th of March, there's a, a designated coordinated practice day throughout um, every school's doing this. Um, so, we're going to give uh, year sevens and nines, and in the junior school with year threes and fives, the opportunity just to be familiar with the technology, the platform, the style of questioning. So, they'll have an opportunity to do that. Um, it'll take uh, a couple of periods that day, and they'll require to have their laptop fully charged with them and a headset or um, AirPods or something too, so they can listen to things as well. So there's still lots going on at the end of this term. Kristen what are some of the key dates and things that parents
1: students just need to keep in mind as we close off the term? Well firstly um, the Easter service and that's um, 31st of March the final Wednesday of term and sadly with the COVID restrictions still in place we we can't go to the Presbyterian church um, like we've normally been able to so we will run our Easter service in the Simons Auditorium and um, sadly parents um, and external visitors will not be able to attend that but we will stream that to all parents and that's a, a really special part of our um, our school program and um, a nice way to finish the term term off. The year 9 experience, um, obviously um, COVID again has impacted our ability to travel internationally particularly to China so next week a number of our staff are exploring um, some exciting options to relaunch a New Year 9 program in 2022. This year the students, our Year 9s will be a week in the city and then a 10-day outdoor experience, but we're looking at expanding that in 2022 and just going to put everything on the, on the table to make sure that that is a, a really mm-hmm. challenging program, I guess physically, emotionally and academically for our Year 9. So um, we will hopefully launch something around the New Year 9 program uh, early next term. Just a reminder, the first day of um, term two, um, students can wear either their summer or winter uniform and we, nearly, we usually allow this change over time for a, a two-week period. I just wanted to reinforce again um, the newsletter and um, parents reading that and also um, referring back to some information that Alana Brown put out earlier this year around, I guess, the flowchart of who to see if you um, have concerns and in most cases the point of contact will always be the mentor. Our Year 12s are, are really excited because beginning um, early April will be the construction of their new Year 12 common room and um, they've been uh, I guess down in the Tim Murray room this term so that will be a great um, uh, I guess resource for those, and um, we may have to pull rank, Susan, and kick them out because it's going to be much better stuff. Um, I guess common room than than we've got, yes. and the final day, um, early finish at two thirty. Wonderful. So, only a few weeks away. So, look, thank you
0: for joining us today with In Focus. Just to finish off, we thought we might share with you some of the things that we're reading. Kristen, what are you reading and listening to at the moment? So,
1: two books on the go at the moment. I'm um, reading, ploughing my way through Barack Obama's Promised Land. It's a, a, a very long read, but, um, you know, a very interesting one and, and one that I would recommend. And one also on women and leadership. You know, it's on real lives, real lessons, Um Julia Gillard, entered in, so again, um, finding some, some great information from that. And you're a prolific reader. Where do you begin with what you're listening to and reading to at oh, the moment?
0: I, I'm reading a book quite slowly, and I shared that with actually our, our student body at Assembly a few weeks ago. I'm reading a book called Phosphorescence by Julia Baird, who's a, a journalist, and it's about awe and wonder and taking time out to reflect and review the important things in life. If you haven't had a, got a copy, I would encourage you to take a, take a look at that one. Thank you so much for joining us in In Focus. It's been a pleasure to be able to share your car ride home with you. We hope you tune in next time. Please, uh, if you've got ideas for our topics, perhaps that Crystal and I can discuss or bring to your attention as a a broader uh, college community, we'd love to hear from you. So please touch base with us, reach out, and we look forward to uh, meeting with you again In Focus soon. Thank you. Thanks, Susan.